You are Locked On Mavericks, your daily podcast on the Dallas Mavericks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is going to be huge. 360 in the contract, never that. I just take the contact, I'll bring it back. I'm running on the fast break, behind the back. Yeah, this, that, this, that, this, that. Dirk with the Mavs. Welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member at MavsMoneyball.com, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, writer at Mavs.com. Hey, Isaac. Hey, what? What are you going to do when LeBron James passes Michael Jordan in scoring this year? I don't know. That's going to be a great moment. <laughs> nah, I mean, he should. He's played... He's played a lot of games. Oh, okay. He's just play- wow, he's outlasted the best player ever. Wow, that, that seems like it, well, ma- I mean, seems like it I matters. Mean, I mean, Jordan also played a couple years of college, broke his foot, took two years off for retirement. So, I mean. Okay, retirement, sure. Played baseball. So, I mean. He was not. That's he, like that's he what, four not- and a half years that, <laughs> that Jordan could have had in the league compared to LeBron coming out of high school and never had a – you really you believe never, you really believe Michael Jordan just went to go play baseball? I don't care how what whatever you want to say. He took two years out of after winning three titles, and then he couldn't back take it. Three. He couldn't take it anymore. I'll stop. He couldn't drag the Bulls all the way to the finals every Here's year. That thing though, whatever he he couldn't take it or not, he would have scored a lot of points in those two years, and he would have scored a lot of points of two years of college instead of. You can never fault LeBron's durability. Like, that has been so impressive. You've already done it already in this podcast. No, you can't. Like, him <laughs> never having a major injury, that's huge. It's massive. Anyway, it's good. I, I, was, uh, I saw a uh, Lakers reporter that tweeted that that's going to happen this year, that he's going to pass. He's, uh, I think he's 12, 1,200 points behind Jordan. That's crazy. I know. Holler at me when he passes in with rings. He's gonna be. He's gonna end the season next year if he stays, you know, healthy and all that. He's gonna end the season as fourth all time in scoring with, with six rings. That's oh, wild. fourth all time scoring. No, 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 yeah. The rings thing is whatever. But Jordan never took a team. He's got six losses though, so I guess Jordan, that could eat. Jordan never took a team with the talent of the the 2017 Cavs to the uh, the finals. Sixteen okay. Cavs. Yeah, give him that cakewalk every year too. <laughs> Anyway, all right. Well, if this is the first time, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, man, you joined in at Eddie a weird Seth, time. Eddie Sefko could run our point guard, and we would make it to the finals. Eddie Sefko could? What did you say? I said, give us me, you, Eddie, Tim Cato, and Jeff Cooperstein. We'd made it to the finals. Wow, you wouldn't take Chuck. You would take Jeff. I think I might take Chuck. <laughs> okay, all right. So I'm we're we're. Uh, this is the off season. There's some weird things that are going to happen in the off season. All right, our first segment today. By the way, we're going to talk all. By the way, this is what we're going to talk about today for real. We're going to talk about Dirk signing, obviously the Motley trade. We're talking about Ding signing with the Mavericks. Then some other NBA news that we'll get to. Uh, but before we do that, Isaac, crap. Give me your starting five of Mavs media members. What? You have to create a starting five of Mavs media members based off their effectiveness or actually playing a game. We're gonna we're gonna play a real game. Okay, okay. So we're not going to play a real basketball game. And so these are the people that you guys all follow on Twitter and everything. 
of Mavs media members. Yep. So like anybody that's at games, anybody that's online. Uh, well, Charks is tall. Yeah, I think I'm taking. Well, does Charks count though? Yeah. He's like a national guy. I think I take. Yeah. How many? How many local dudes do we have anymore? I mean, I don't know. Kid okay, we got Brad? Cato. We got McMahon still. He counts. Does Cato count? Yes. Yeah. He's mostly Mavs. Oh, now he is. Yeah, now he's back to mostly maps. He didn't. He I wouldn't have counted him last year, but he is now. Yeah. There's cause... you. There's you and me. There's we have uh, Doyle at the Kobe Beef. We have. Uh, I have no clue what these dudes look like shooting a ball. <laughs> we have Josh Bow. Josh Bow is really tall. He's like six eight. Batman. We have Tim McMahon. <laughs> Tim McMahon's probably pretty good. We have uh, yeah. Sefco, Brad Townsend. We have uh, Chris Arnold's probably good. Skin. I would take skin. Okay, give me Bobby. I know Bobby plays like in this the BK mess. Brawler. Yeah, I would take Bobby. I would take Bobby with my first pick, probably. And I've never seen him shoot a ball. Wait, your <laughs> first pick, you would take? Him? Okay, wait, wait. No, we're are we actually gonna, no. Are I've, we shot with, I've shot ball with Cato before. Before, so I think I would probably say Cato. Okay, you're taking Cato number one. I'm gonna take McMahon number. No, I'm gonna take Skin number one. Okay. For me. We're drafting. Give me, give me Tim and Bobby. No, you you got to take one at a time. It's okay, nice. what I took Tim, I took Cato first. You took Skin, and then I took Bobby. Okay, you're taking Bobby Corolla. Yeah. Okay. So so far we are in true off season form now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who else? Who else are you taking? So I need two more people. You need two more people. Who else we got in there? We got you have Jeff Cooperstein you could take. You have Chuck Brad Cooperstein. Uh, oh, I have one. This is my pick. I'm picking Mark Followell. Oh, that's a sneaky pick. That's a good pick. Wait, no, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why are you laughing? Because if I can take Followell, then that means that you can take Derek Harper. <laughs> <laughs> no, that doesn't count. Okay. This is talking about media people. Um, and we count, so we're on, we'll only do two more picks. Okay. I guess, I don't know, give me Sod. Oh, the Sod's a good one. That's a good one. I like that. Uh, I need some guard skills on my team. Um, dang it. Who am I going to take? Oh, uh, man, this is really hard. So far, I haven't taken anybody on Moneyball. Are they going to be upset that I haven't taken take, anybody? Take one of your blog boys. <laughs> Who am I going to take, Kirk? <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. No, it's not about Kirk, but... Uh, Dang it. Who would I take? Somebody out there is like, I don't, I don't know. If, if... I have to think about it. If Fish was around more, I'd actually know what he shot like, probably, but... This is pure off season from us. Pure off season. Um, man. all right, I'm ready to make my next pick. Move on. Dang it. Uh, okay, I'm gonna take. Uh, I'll take Brad Townsend. All right, at center, give me Dwayne Price. Oh, let's go. That's the greatest pick in the history of of anything. Wow, 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 wow. I'm tweeting these out. This is the that was the greatest. <laughs> Wow, Dwayne Price right. out of left field. We I totally forgot about Dwayne. I got me, Cato, Bobby, Dwayne, and Sod. Wow, you got you definitely have the speed. I have I have myself. I have Jeff Skin Wade. I have Tim McMahon. I have Mark Followell and Brad Townsend. 
<laughs> I like it. I like it. I bet Fall is a really good shooter. He probably is. Him and Skin both probably kill it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going with the I'm going with the veteran experience. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so we talked about that. Uh Isaac, Dirk Nowitzki is coming back for one single season with the Dallas Mavericks. Are you concerned that Dirk did not sign a one plus one? No. What are you chewing? <laughs> I sorry. Um, Off season mode. I'm <laughs> I'm not concerned, but it kind of surprised me because Dirk said all along, "Hey, I don't want to do this whole like uh, swan song thing," and. It'll be interesting to see the narrative behind it of him. If he comes out right at the beginning saying, hey, if I'm feeling good, I'll play another one. Or if the narrative is, hey, I signed one year, um, this will probably be what it looks like at the, you know, this will probably be it. I'm curious to see how they spin it. And there'll be a strategy behind that. But for somebody like him that's always said, I don't want to go out like that and be like this whole all the attention on me, which would be fine for us. And he deserves that. Like I, that would be awesome if it is yeah. like, that would be so cool to do this all season, but I'm just kind of curious how they, how they spend that And the one plus one would allow that door to be open more because they'd be like, oh, okay, I have this option, blah, blah, blah. And that could be something he leans back on all year, but just yeah. one year, it just kind of sets it up. Looks like to be the last one. And that's what he did last year too, was he did the whole, like, well, I signed a two-year deal and blah, blah, blah. I want to play the two-year deal out and all this stuff. And by the way, the one plus one, if you guys don't know what that means, is you sign you sign a, a contract as a free agent and you sign a one-year guaranteed. And then the second year is either a player option, a team option. LeBron and KD have been doing this for the last couple of years where they sign a one-year you know, guaranteed deal. And then the second year of that deal is a you know player option. And Dirk did that last year. I think it was a – wasn't it a team option? Yeah. For this year? Um and so they declined it, and then they signed it back to the this one single year. And they, there's no options or anything attached to that. So uh, it's interesting. There was a, a note, I think it was by Mark Stein, that um, he was the last player in the NBA with a no-trade clause. After, yeah, he was. After well, Carmelo. We, and then, well, we joked about it the other day, I think, on our pod. We said, I think he would. He is the last person that would be left. But this contract doesn't have a doesn't necessarily have the, the specific no trade clause in it. But he has the exact same thing that we talked about with Nerlens, where he has you know the the bird rights, so he has a no trade clause. Really, it, yeah. They, I mean, there's there'd be no point in having putting it in there. So yeah, if it was if it was anything beyond that, they would have just they would have put it in there. But there's like no purpose of it. So. Yeah. So he doesn't have it in title. Like he doesn't have the title of having no trade clause. But yeah. He has the power of it in the deal, so and he's not going anywhere anyway. So, <laughs> and it was reported like you know it's official. It is officially yes. official. Mm-hmm. He did sign, and it was reported to be the five millions. That means um, that was in cap space. So yes, now you're yeah, looking at important. a little bit left in cap, a like million, a million, a little more million. than a million. Yeah, something like that. And then you still, we still got the room exception. So. Oh, you know who I just saw on Twitter that we should have taken in the draft? Does no. Big Rob count from the from the Mavs no. Maniacs? He's not he a media yeah. person. Okay. He's not media. That's fine. He wears a an iPad around his neck. That has to get. That's <laughs> media right there. He is. Uh, he's a media dude. I think Dwayne does too. An iPad around his neck <laughs> on a chain. <laughs> <laughs> he probably would. If, if you can only have Dwayne, if he can, pl- if he has to play in his Gator boots. <laughs> if you guys ever run into Dwayne Price at all, Dwayne Price is a. You know, he works for for Mavs.com now, and he's 
you know, been a staple in DFW sports. If you ever run into Dwayne, Dwayne Price, look down immediately and look at his shoes. <laughs> Dude has the best shoes in the game. He does. He really does. So, all right, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll discuss the Jonathan Motley trade and how this is probably a really bad move for Jonathan Motley. <laughs> All right, Isaac, Jonathan Motley gets traded to the Clippers. The Mavericks get back the rights to somebody else. They send the rights to somebody else. These dudes are drafted in like 08 and 07 and then uh, that are never coming over. And then they also get some cash in the deal as well to buy. I don't know. What do you guys need? They need a, another full-time Mavs.com writer or, you know, like they need a new copier or what do they need? I think they got 50000 in the deal. So right. slide, slide that my way, you know? <laughs> <laughs> wow wow <laughs> coming out strong with that but so jonathan molly goes to the clippers it's it's sad to see him go but the way we've been talking about him doesn't seem like we would be sad <laughs> to see him go he's just he's been replaced you know like race baldwin yeah. came in and replaced him the uh the guys in the roster last year maxi coming out of nowhere last year and replacing him um you know dwight powell being able to eat up more minutes replaced him a lot last year um you know he's just his time was gone on the roster yeah, I mean, DeAndre, obviously. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it, if you've been listening to this podcast, the writing was on the wall. Like Nick and I've been saying this, talking about this for a week from the from summer league of saying, uh, I just don't know really what he does like really well. Like he's kind of getting passed up, and and then was spot like spotting was like a breath. What is that saying? A, a breath fresh, of fresh how, air. Breath of fresh air. Yes. Dang, and I should have let seen, you try to figure out what that was. I was literally trying to think of it. And like <laughs> he was that of seeing like, wow, that's what a six ten dude can actually, you know, can do like yeah. more of. And uh he just passed him up. I mean, he just showed more of it. And I saw a guy uh, quote tweet the uh the Motley trade tweet by which was a Brad Turner from like LA who like broke the news. I always get him and Townsend confused. I always yeah. <laughs> I always yeah. mistake yeah. those two. But, like, I saw somebody quote tweet that and be like, man, uh, Dallas is just going with Salah behind DeAndre. I'm like, what? We have, like, 15,000 people to play center. Yeah. Like, first off, Dirk, it, this is the best position for him. Is that, And at, he started at, at center a lot. <laughs> yeah. So it's like Dirk, Salah, Maxi, Race Balding, Dwight Powell. I think all of these guys will get yeah. minutes at the five. So Pretty much every big for Dallas can play center and, and will. Yeah, so there's, I mean, and DeAndre's, like, Nick said it not too long ago, I mean, DeAndre's going to get 30, 35 minutes. I mean, it's just, then you're just looking at the rest of those minutes. So, yeah, I mean, he just wasn't, the trade wasn't about what Dallas was getting back. It was just more of them trying to do him right of saying, hey, like, you're not going to make this roster pretty much. Where can we send you? And they wanted to send him somewhere and they sent him to the Clippers and my whole thing with with it is like the Clippers wouldn't I mean I know Tyrone Wallace was a restricted free agent but like I really yeah, like him is. and and like he played well for the last year but he was a two-way guy from last year so like with Motley taking that two-way spot he is gone or he is gonna do, come back as a regular do we know that if you trade a two-way guy he has to go into a two-way contract for the other team well, he's on it now, so, so he, he is he is a two-way guy for him now, Motley is. Tyron Wallace played a lot for them last year, though, so I wonder if they'll bring him back as like a... But the, they, like also have, they also have... So, this roster is so weird. Let me go over this roster real quick. This is something I did want to do today. Um, 
they have so many weird guards. Like they have so many guards that can't really play anything else. They have Pat Beverly. They have your boy Milos. They have uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander. They have uh, Juwan Evans. Yeah. Yeah. Then they, they have took eight- him last year into first round, I think, or first to second round. Short. Any Asensi guy? Point guard. Short. short oh, guard? I think he is. Um, then Avery Bradley still. They have Lou Williams, Sandarius Thornwell, and Jerome Robinson that they picked. That's that's eight guards. <laughs> so many. <laughs> like that's eight guards that can't really play three either. I mean, yeah. Gil just could probably play three because he's big enough, but like you'd have to be playing three guard lineups with those guys. Yeah. And then their bigs, uh, they played Tobias Harris at at four, like ninety four percent of the time last year. <laughs> And wow. uh, they might switch him with Gallo because I don't know how much they played together. But then they so they have Tobias or Ga- and or Gallo at the four. Mike Scott and Sam Decker. Those are your those are three fours right there. Then you have at at five you have Gortat, Montrez Harold that they just brought back, and Boban. So like, how is Motley going to break into any of that? <laughs> and their other two way guy is this undrafted guy from Seton Hall, uh, Delgado. So and he's a center. He's like a six ten center. So hmm. man, that this is like I think this is a bad situation for him. I mean, he might get to play for, you know. Yeah, but it's not like um, it, you're going into a place that has a stopgap center though. Like, and, and they're probably and, not right. going to be like that good. So it's like they have Gortat and aging center. So like, I mean, theoretically, if he killed it, I mean, he could maybe try to prove something. And a lot of these guys are on one-year deals. The Clippers are going to have a ton of cap space next year. They're, I think Gortat's on a one-year deal. I think Boban's going to be gone after this year. Tobias Harris is on, you know, a one technically a one-year deal right now. So, like a lot of these dudes are going to be gone next year. But this year, this coming up year for Motley is going to be tough for him to get any minutes at all. Yeah, and like theoretically, Harrell is like everything you would want Motley to be, like. <laughs> Like, that's what I would – it's just Harold is – Harold's probably the same size as him, but, like, Harold's much more, like, yeah, right. active, energetic, plays above the rim more defensively, like, all that stuff. And they played Harold at, like, 100% at center last year. <laughs> so yeah. They're really – you know, they're not really trying to play these guys that are that size at four. <laughs> they're playing They're playing skilled guys like Tobias Harris and Gallinari and – you know, Sam Decker even, who was like a three in college and comes up to the NBA. and That's something I'm, I'm interested in because they're running tight on roster spots soon, the Clippers are. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's so many dudes on their roster. I just named if, eight guards. <laughs> if they cut bait with Sam Decker, I'd be interested in that. Yeah, they have 17 dudes on their roster right now with yeah. all, all those guys I just mentioned, uh, counting Mbamute and Wesley Johnson. Yeah, so with, with Motley heading out, like now at – like I know Eddie just messes around with his tweets and stuff, but like Eddie Sefko tweeted out was like said something. He's like, "Well, the Mavericks have like twenty five players under contract right now." Blah blah blah. Just like joking that they have a lot. I'm like, actually, they don't. Like we only have thirteen guys under yeah. contract right now. Um, they have rumored guys. I mean, they, but they don't have any like all those guys signed. Like we've been saying. Yeah, I mean, Brokoff's not official, but like Brokoff just makes fourteen. So then you have an extra roster spot and then another two way. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. we'll see. It's just hard for me to see Motley getting any NBA minutes next year unless you see a bunch of injuries. Like, Gortat could go down. You know, they could send some of these other guys If they somewhere. tank. They what? If they tank. Because there's not going to be a lot of teams in the West that really, like, are rock bottom. And if they see it as an opportunity of saying, hey, we're not going to go anywhere, let's tank this thing out and, 
let's hit rock bottom with the Kings and the Lakers. Rock bottom would be really weird for this team. <laughs> like, who, would, do you, who do you play? It, like, I guess you'd have to sit because they just have so many solid NBA players. You know, it's not like they have a bunch of spots in their roster that are just like terrible. Like Gortat is is fine. Tobias Harris is good. Gallinari is good when he plays. Avery Bradley is good. Beverly is good. You know, like Lou Williams is, is really good. Lou Williams is almost an all-star last year. Yeah. So you, you have all these guys that are just like solid at every single position. I just throw SGA, Jerome Robinson. Yeah, it's Darius Tobias, Yeah, Tobias Harris and like Harold and somebody out there. Decker. Like that, that's only going to win you so many games. So yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what they would have. To, they'd have to totally flip their roster. You know, it's yeah. not it's not just like a couple spots. They have to completely flip their starters and their bench. And by the trade deadline, somebody will give up a, a draft pick for Beverly or something if they, he's healthy. They have enough dudes on this roster to make like a big trade for somebody. Oh, they do, and I think they'll be right there in the quiet sweet six come January and February. Like. I joked about it then. Like I, I totally could see some type of like Tobias, Gilgis Alexander, and draft picks for Kawhi. And can you imagine like a uh, like a Tobias Avery Bradley for like Blake Griffin kind of deal? Like I think they could do that. They could. <laughs> That'd be nice. <laughs> I don't know if they would want that back. Blake Griffin and Gortat is not as interesting as. <laughs> oh Lord, no. No, that'd be bad. All right. All right, when we come back, the reign of Ding is upon us. All right, Isaac, Ding has signed with the Dallas Mavericks. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Let the puns continue. So I had somebody walk up to me today and said, hey, man, who is this Chinese guy that the Mavericks signed? That's all you tweet about. Is he gonna like be a big player for the Mavericks? <laughs> and I'm like, I always choose my words carefully when I say something about these guys. But here's my thing, and I don't know. This is like one of these things. I don't know anything about this, so don't be like, "Oh, he's Mavs.com. He's going to know." No, it's not like that. <laughs> I'm surprised more people haven't done that. <laughs> I will say this: they need another camp body, and they're playing two preseason games in China in October. Yep. You know who's going to put butts in some seats besides the other guys? A freaking like player that a lot of these guys know and see. <laughs> and they'll be able to cheer a lot for and it'll be like super cool moment to see Ding play a lot of minutes for an NBA team in China. Um so anyway, I'm just going to leave that at that. I would think it would be some like the other way around where you wouldn't want to see a guy that you've already seen play and that you would want to see like the NBA stars. You know what I mean? Yeah, they want to see them. Yeah, for sure. But like I'm saying, I could see like second quarter or like fourth quarter, and they're like they bring Ding to the store, scores table, and the freaking place just goes berserk. Like I could see that. that be, yeah, that would be great. He gets like, like it's just, it's a super cool moment, and I, I it was another moment for me to share my story on Tony Ronzoni. Yeah, read that story. It's my pinned tweet. There's a lot of they like the relationship the Mavericks have in China. It goes super deep in between Donnie and Ronzoni and everything. So it's it's kind of a I want in my opinion, it's just my opinion. I think it's like a goodwill gesture type of thing of like, hey, let's bring him back on. I just I don't expect him on the final roster and I don't like we've already had him in camp before. So it's not like you're you're trying to figure out something else. So I think it'd just be a really cool moment for him to play in China and stuff. 
Oh yeah, no, no, it would be great, and it would be great for the little cows for uh for Ding to play for the little cows. <laughs> the day ones will get that joke, <laughs> and the real Maps fans because uh, earlier this season there <laughs> there was a story out that the the Mavs like name in China meant little cows. And so they like changed it to something else that wasn't as good. <laughs> like the Lone Rangers or something. Yeah, dumb. Should have changed. I don't know. So anyway, it's cool to see Ding back. Because um, <clears throat> that's another thing. I, I tweeted out a thing the other day after the Motley trade, I think. And it was like just kind of breaking down the roster numbers and of saying, hey, like there's 15 of these like normal spots, there's two two ways that make it 17. And like somebody tweeted at me and like, well, what about camp invites? I'm like, oh yeah, I didn't put that in there. So then there'll be like three camp invites on top of that. Like they'll take 20 people into camp. So I count Ding as just like the 18th guy, yeah. <laughs> even though we need a 15th. Or I mean, after broke off, even though we need a 15th and another two way. Did you count Costas in there? Yeah, as a two way. Because yeah. the two way guys do count as camp invite. Like, yeah, yeah. So like. I kind of like pencil him in like one through 15 and like, so I have like Kosas penciled in as like 16 right now and like broke off as like 14th. And then, yeah. so like we need the 15th. I mean, we need the like 17th two way guy that, you know, the second two way and then the three camp invites. So I have like, in my mind, if this is really confusing, some people right now, but like <laughs> you're just like saying names of Mavericks players and numbers next to it. <laughs> So like in my mind, Dirk right now, is like one. Dennis is like six. Luca is four. It's no, like, have it's you seen that like episode? A... Have you seen that episode of The Office with the fire? They no, start, I've they're... never seen The Office. <sighs> so they start. <laughs> there's a fire that gets started in the office, not the one where Dwight starts the the fire alarm. Like not that one. It's... Dwight Howard. <laughs> Dwight Dwight Powell. <laughs> <laughs> where not the one where Dwight starts the fire. And is like today, Spoke is gonna save lives. Not that one, but like when Ryan starts the fire and they're outside and <laughs> Dwight runs to Michael and he's like, all right, we need a number system. Michael, you are obviously number one. Now pick, and he looks at Ryan, he goes, pick another number. And Ryan goes, uh, okay, uh, two. And he's like, no, 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 no. He's like, okay, uh, three. <laughs> Cause he didn't want him to be right next to Michael. <laughs> hmm. That's what it felt like you were doing. Pick a number next to a player. No, that's not what I'm doing, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. By the way, those two games, those two preseason games in China, there's already a schedule out on them. They'll be October 5th and October 8th, vo- both against the 76ers, and they will both be at noon Central Standard Time. So Sweet. you get to watch your Mavs at noon. <laughs> <laughs> they play uh, Embiid and Ben Simmons and them back to back. October kinda. 5th is a Friday, <laughs> and October 8th is a Monday <laughs> here. <Huh. laughs> So. Yeah, so it'll be a really cool trip for uh, just for all of them. Um, kind of a different. There's a, there's a lot of different stuff with that. A lot of you know, obviously they don't always go to China and just traveling. And there's a lot of stuff that'll roll into that with Luca. I mean, that'll be one of Luca's first uh, games as a Maverick. Um, <laughs> hey, Luca, guess what? You just came over from overseas. Guess what? We're going back. <laughs> we're going back <laughs> even farther too. We're going all the way to China. Yeah, so uh, it'll be cool for them. It'll be fun. That'll be a good trip for everybody to like get to know each other too, and you know, oh, yeah. you guys, and hopefully that's a good trip. I mean, I don't know if it worked out for the Timberwolves so much last year, but they were good at the beginning of the season. 
I can't remember who played in that game last year. I remember it was Timberwolves. Was it Celtics? It could have been. I'm not for I think sure. It was something like that. But the Mavs are going to do it this year, and I'm excited for it. Other NBA news, Isaac. The uh, the Cavs signed Kevin Love to an extension. Thoughts? Oh, I thought you was going to lead into something. No, no, we're not playing. That. No. <laughs> um, I I didn't mind it from either perspective. I I wouldn't. I'd say my first thought was this helps his trade value. The uh, fact that like, hey, if they want to trade him at the deadline, that a team could trade for him. Let's say like a Utah. Like compared yeah. to like if Utah traded for him before, they're like, oh man, at the end of his career, he might just leave and go somewhere else next year. But now since he's locked in for like four more years, like they could trade for him and know that they have him locked in for four years. I don't mind the money and I don't mind anything. Like even if Cleveland wanted to, like I feel like the deal got hammered a lot on Twitter today, but I just didn't mind it. I don't mind the Cavs saying, "Hey, we're not going to tank. We're not going to tank it out when LeBron left because it's a new challenge for them." Like I, I could totally hear that argument from them of saying, "Hey, LeBron leaves. Everybody thinks we're trash. Everybody thinks our roster's trash, and this organization's trash without him. Let's prove him wrong. Like let's prove everybody wrong and say we're going to like make the playoffs and stuff like that." Because you're not. I'm not gonna lie. Like. You couldn't fully convince me that this team would not make the playoffs. Yeah. Cons- yeah, especially just because of the competition. <laughs> you know, like. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's the East. I mean, so, like, if this team came in sixth or seventh in the East last year or next year, like, I'm not going to say I'm, like, super surprised with, like, Tristan, Love, Corver, Colin Sexton, JR. All right, you now know. now I'd be surprised. Now that you're saying the names, <laughs> no, I wouldn't be surprised. Not in the East. I wouldn't be surprised if they're an eight seed or eight. I feel like they're like eight or nine, eight, nine, ten. I feel like that's where they're gonna end up. Okay, they, they still have the an all star. Larry Nance, <laughs> Zizich, Chetty Oseman, uh, Michael Pin- like Michael him. Pena from the uh, from Vice Sports tweeted this out, and he said he's getting a real Blake is a Clipper for life vibes from this Kevin Love extension, which is completely what you said about it, making the contract more tradable. Remember when uh, when Blake Griffin got his huge extension, they brought him into the gym, and there was this whole like a banner with his name on it in the yeah. rafters, and they did this whole thing where it was like uh, Blake Griffin on the shirt with like create your own legacy kind of thing with like Einstein and like crazy <laughs> people on the shirt. It was like. Uh, it was something about like a pioneer. And I remember I did yeah. like an edit with Dirk replacing Blake Griffin. Cause that's what it actually should be. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. And they were like, you're, he'll be a clipper for life. And then they trade him like a year later. <laughs> I kind of feel like it's that. Um, yeah, for sure. And that, I mean, and if they do that, if they did it with that in mind, okay, I can, I can, I just, I just didn't, it didn't really phase me because no matter what direction they want to go, I'm like, okay, cool. If y'all want to try to compete and you think Colin Sexton is that good and you're like, hey, I want to push for a six or seven seed and to show people we can, we can still make the playoffs. Or if you signed him and said, hey, like, <laughs> we want to uh, trade you at in February and get something good and tank from then on. Okay, cool. Whatever you want to do. I don't really care about the Cavaliers. Yeah, the, the other thing about – this deal is so Kevin Love's going to be 30 at the start of this year. So does this take him through his 34 year old season? See, I don't think, I don't, I don't, I don't think, uh, I think love ages decently. Well, 
like there's always going to be a place for shooting in the league, and I think he will be like more serviceable than Ryan Anderson. Yeah, but aging now. aging well at like thirty million dollars is different than like Channing Fry. <laughs> yeah, playing for like a minimum, or like yeah. David West playing for a minimum. He's not going to be Channing Fry at thirty four though. I don't buy that. I think he'll be better than that. I just don't I Kevin Love's always frustrated me and really people playing with LeBron frustrate me. Like if you lose and you play with LeBron then you you suck. And like that that always pissed me off. Like Chris Bosh is a Hall of Fame talent. Yeah. And the fact that he like got slack like for a couple there like when LeBron was on that team and then like Kevin Love is now turned into trash by some people and it's like that just pisses me off. Like Kevin Love's a really good player and Hats off to you for getting your money, bro. It like, is pretty amazing he dropped like 10 points a game when he went to the Cavs. <laughs> yeah, like I hope he has a monster year this year. That'd, be, be, that'd awesome. be fun. Go back. I, I don't think he can go back to his, uh, what was it, like 20, 25 and 13, 25 and 15. <laughs> it was like Minnesota days. Man. Man. But no, I could, I could see a Utah trade uh, up that sleeve for sure. I'm Utah, like, Phoenix. I could yeah. see a, tra- a Phoenix trade. They want to win now. Places like because they could be lo- they could have looked at the situation Cleveland did and said, "Hey, like we like we like Kevin Love, but we we kind of do want to trade him for something." And he- they could have already gotten vibes of like Love saying, "Hey, like okay, when I become a free agent, like I'm gonna look at the L- going back home to L.A. or like going somewhere somewhere to a bigger city or something like that." And they might be looking at it saying, "Okay." you know what, yeah, we might lose him for, like, if we trade him for just one year left. Let's try to lock him in, knowing that a team like Phoenix, Utah, a team like a team that he wouldn't sign with in free agency pretty much, Yeah, uh, that would give up some assets for him if he's locked in long term. Let's do this and just bank on that before February. I could see that. Like you said, Phoenix, Utah, somewhere like that. Yeah. What? Are, oh, Portland, another team. Yeah, Portland. See them making a move like that. Sext- I would love him Colin on that Sexton and uh, CJ McCollum would be pretty nice together. They would. They're on. Di- they're on different timelines, but like see, as, I even like as Col- players. I even like Sexton and Love. Uh, they're on the court, like the pick and pop. Like, yeah, all that stuff. I I like that for them together. Yeah, he's got options: pick and pop with Love, pick and roll with Tristan Thompson. Yeah, and figure out what they're going to do with Rodney Hood. Which, oh, by the way, we should mention, in the Joe Varden article about Kevin Love and his extension, he mentioned that Rodney Hood is still in the plans of the uh, – he's still very much in the plans of the Cavs and that they will match any offer. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's been the, like the word they've given out to the league, so it's kind of just like sucked the value out of him. Uh, somebody tweeted at us today and said, hey, is this extension stuff and the Nance, Nance extension talk – does that make them renounce Hood? I'm like, no, I don't think it does. And even if they did, you still got somebody like Sacramento sitting there with like 10 or 11 million. They'd probably just throw it at Rodney Hood, and he would take that over 4 million from the Mavericks, probably. So yeah, and the the extensions don't affect don't necessarily affect next year. You know, yeah. like they're gonna affect later down the line, unless they trade him. <laughs> True. So uh, last NBA news kind of thing that I want to get, and I think some of these summer podcasts we should do like. Mavs news at the beginning, if there's any, and then just like general NBA stuff. Cause I think people enjoy that kind of. Yeah. And we're still going to do like our winners of the off season losers, 
who made the most stupid move, best deal. And know, our board like bets. I keep forgetting our board bets. Yes, our board bets. We have to do. Um, a story about Danny Green came out today. Uh, from his from his own podcast, these players need to stop having their own podcast because they keep breaking news. <laughs> if they want to control their own narrative, but uh, so Danny Green comes out and apparently he had a torn hamstring since December. He played with a torn hamstring and he had played with it almost all year. And the medical staff didn't catch it until his final physical evaluation of the the year. Like apparently at the end of the season, all the players go in and get their final physical from the from the training staff. And they were like, uh, you have a torn hamstring. <laughs> and he didn't know it. He didn't realize it the entire season. And so the article title was something like it went unnoticed by the Spurs medical staff. Does he should have ma- got a second opinion. Does this make you feel, does this make you agree with or understand Kawhi Leonard more? This makes me think of, hey, I got traded with Kawhi. I'm going to be on his team. I was previously his team, a group of his with the group of his teammates that were like, "Why in the heck were you not playing with us?" So now that I'm going to be on your new team and I'm going to be with you since I got traded with you, I'm going to be like, "Hey, bro, I was on your side the whole time. <laughs> I actually had an injury too, man. I feel exactly like you do. Let's I'm be with buds. You, man. I'm with you. No, I mean, I don't know. I the quad steps, man. It's frustrating because I really, I really like Kawhi and I really want to like Kawhi. But it's like Ryan Rosillo said today: if Kawhi was a more vocal star and we treat like and we treated him and covered him like a top ten star in the league, he would be getting like crucified even more. And yeah, like when he went to that Dodgers game, like he went to the Dodgers game and then he was sitting in the seats that you you go to if like you went and talked to the Dodgers and like asked for for seats and like where they put L.A. stars. You know what I yeah. mean? Like he went to get like gosh, remember? It's when- just weird. It, I just don't like, like when you let other people talk for you, and well, this Danny like, Green thing—he was talking for himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Danny, no, I was talking about Kawhi. Yeah, Not, yeah, Danny Green. That that's fine or whatever. And it's just a weird, weird situation all the way around. But oh well. And I think every once with the Danny Green thing, every once in a while we have these players that end the year and like, oh, this was a you know like Kobe with his torn rotator cuff, you know, like random stuff like that. Or at the end of the season, you're like, oh, he was playing with this the whole year. Or like I'm sure like Dirk has had some stuff like that where we didn't really even realize that. Uh, like his Achilles was kind of like that. They they stopped it in the middle of the year, but you like didn't even realize he was playing on like a you know a partially torn Achilles for a while. Like, yeah, I mean it's yeah, I, I don't. I like Danny Green, but it's kind of just fishy about everything. Cause like, if you if it was torn, like if you were in pain, they would be testing it and stuff. Yeah. And if you wasn't in pain, what does it matter? <laughs> like if you wasn't in pain, like if it like, that's my whole like. And why I mention it now? He could be harboring some bad feelings because I know he was really active in the community in San Antonio, and he'd played there for so long. So it's like he could be like frustrated too, and I'm sure he is of like them trading him too. And so yeah, it was a torn groin, by the way. That's a little different okay. than a hamstring, but I guess not. Mm. That, it's not that different. It's still like still painful under your thigh, <laughs> but your groin. <laughs> it's still down there. <laughs> But still, yeah, just it's a really weird story, and like he was, he probably. I wonder if NBA players really think. I wonder if he really thinks about it to the level that you said of like I'm playing with with Kawhi now, and I need to be on his his side of things. And like, I wonder if he thought to that level of it and decided to tell this story, thinking that it would get out like this. 
Yeah. Or if he was just talking with his friend and was like, hey, you know, like I even had some issues with this. Like even, you know, this year, you know, medical staff, blah, blah, blah. And he said it, you know, was fine. And the staff like, you know, treated him really great about it and everything. But he should have got a second opinion on it in December when it first happened. Yeah. I don't buy. Yeah. I think he said it with some intention of like, hey, I feel for quiet or at least not really taking up for him, at least like saying I understand him. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Well, there you go. That was a very off-season edition of Lockdown Mavs. Hey, wait, Nick. Can I ask you if you've seen something? Yeah, go ahead. Have you seen Dennis Smith dunk before? <laughs> I have literally only seen him dunk in the summer. Like, I feel like it, hits, it hits it hits the off-season, and all he does is dunk. Do you, do you think he works on anything else? Stop. Stop. Now does he even do floaters? Stop. I wonder Come if he on. is working on his floater game, though. That was such a big story. I think if we talked about him. After- we talked about his floater game for probably three podcasts. <laughs> um, if you are on Twitter and you're going after Dennis for his dunk videos, you're the exact type of people that will comment on players going on vacation and they're like on a beach and you're like, <laughs> you should be in a gym working out right now. Stop. They can do whatever they want, okay? I'm and most sure of the videos, that, none of the videos come from Dennis either. They're all from, like, the people that are with him. It's, like, his boys and stuff, and that's what, like, it's fun. Like, those videos are, like, fun, like, cool to watch and stuff like that. I'm not going to lie. If if Dennis posts a video of him doing floaters, like, uh, 100 floaters, I'm going to be like, cool. Like, glad you're working on it. Like, we know he's working on this part of this game. Once again, it's like a relationship that post, you know, dates and stuff online, newsflash, they're going, hopefully couples are going on more dates than what they just put on their Instagram, right? Yeah. Like, you're not going to put every meal on your Instagram. You're yeah, I would never be ones. eating. Like, the, I, I don't put a lot of meals on my Instagram. I've maybe eaten once. <laughs> exactly. I might, I might put a picture of my grill when I grill something really cool. Bro, you have like a Paul Wall grill? Paul Wall, baby. But you know what? I'm not gonna post. I'm not. I'm not gonna post every single one of my meals. And you know what? Just because I don't post every single one of my meals, it doesn't mean I'm not eating. So, there's my spill on. Uh, it's the off season. Nobody has anything else to talk about. So we're gonna be like, oh my gosh, why is he posting so many dunk videos? Is he working on anything else right now? There you go. That's Isaac okay. Soapbox. That's Isaac Soapbox. Our new segment we're doing on Lockdown Maps, Isaac Soapbox. Isaac Soapbox. What's frustrating him online? It's like, like what grinds man. his gears. <laughs> Thanks so much yeah. for listening to Lockdown Maps. Yo, peace out. Boom. <laughs>